This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And today we are joined by a very exciting guest, our friend Samantha Bush, who you might know as the creator behind Bravo Historian on social media. She is a staff writer at The Dip and the host of Hot Off the Mess and the Shortcomings podcasts. Samantha, hello. Hi, guys. That is quite the intro for you. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that was a lot. I know. I Um, feel like I first met you a couple of years ago and you were mm -hmm. like, some girl with an Instagram account. And now like, look at that resume. Yeah. Look at it. LinkedIn. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's kind of crazy. I started my Instagram like three years ago on August 1st, I think was the day. Oh Oh my God. It's almost the anniversary. It's diversary. Yeah. It's so (laughs) exciting. (laughs) And every day since then has just been a complete joy. Every day. No trolls. Never had experience with trolls or haters or Reddit threads. Like, Oh gosh, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> oh, well, for the internet Sam, to love you. <laughs> tell the people whether they've been following you or not. What was? How did you start your Instagram account? What was the pr- the process, and how did you kind of transition to all the projects that you're doing these days? Well, I started my Instagram account. So I'm friends with Steve who runs Faces by Bravo, and so he had like just started his, and I was like, oh, that looks fun. Like I want to start one. Like I didn't do it for really any purpose other than the fact I just love to talk about Bravo. And I felt like I had like nowhere to talk about it with, like, you know, or like I didn't, I had no, like, cause none of my friends in real life watch. So I was just like, I have to talk about it. We judge them. We judge them. (laughs) Right. And then, um, so I started it in August of 2018 and then it just kind of like grew from there and then um, I wrote for Betches a couple times. And that was a great experience. Of and course. then, um, you know, it just kind of like naturally like just progressed. It's been amazing. And then do you ever get like stressed though? Because you're like, wait, this was for fun. And now it's like, no, no, I have to like keep up. People are waiting for me to post. Yeah. I think you guys know the feeling too. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like you love to talk about Bravo. You love to watch. But then when you hit like a rough season, like New York, it becomes like a chore. So you're just like, totally. like, I have to write about New York, but it's like, there's nothing to write about. So then you're like trying to find things and it's hard. And then, you know, I mean, for the most part, it's been great, but there are definitely times where I, it's frustrating. I feel like it's it is stressful sometimes to feel like you have to have like a succinct thought about whatever is happening on the screen. Like during Potomac last season and when all the Monique and Candace stuff was happening, it was just like 
I don't necessarily want to be like the one putting my thoughts out there for everyone else to like pick apart. Yeah. Like- and I think <laughs> a lot of times too, people for people like things to be very black and white. So they like you either to be team Candace and then you hate Monique right. or team Monique and you hate Candace. And like, for me, I just don't feel that way. Like I'm very, like, I see both sides, but if I say something, right. Then I get like okay. the backlash. <laughs> I'm a big advocate yeah. of being team. No one when it comes to things Always. like that. Cause it's like, nobody's winning here. Like there's no, no. We, we've, t- yeah, we've talked about that a bunch. Like when things like that happen and we make it clear, we're like, we're not taking sides, but this is our opinion of what's happening. But it's also funny. You say that when an episode, like a filler episode for any show is on, it's like, wow, we have to like recap this, but if there's nothing going on, it's like, well, we don't want to bore you guys, but like, the production a team did this to us yeah like you're just not feeling like invigorated like when I have to talk about New York on the podcast I'm like there was a seance we're like so Salem again we're back in Salem like we're going to witch houses like it was it's been it's been tough it's been tough yeah so I want to I'm curious what you obviously some maybe not so positive thoughts about this season of New York what are you kind of feeling overall and what direction do you envision might actually make things better in future seasons? I don't think it's like one issue. I think that there's a ton of little issues with this season. I don't think it's like one person's fault. I don't think it's just production's fault. I think it's the fact that they were shooting New York city, like real houses of New York in a pandemic and the sea and this show to me feels like such a social show. Like a lot of what they do is where they go, who they see, the little side characters like Ray or the little man with the martini last year. Like it's like <laughs> martini that. Mike. Yes. So it's oh like this season, it's like, I don't want to see you trapped in Salem. And Salem feels like a really weird place. And it's it's been yeah. a struggle. Yeah, it's also weird because there are other, a lot of other franchises filmed during the pandemic, but they went to other places that were close by to them. So I feel like New York is like prime location where they could have chosen anywhere in the rate in any uh, 10 mile radius to go. I mean, it's tough with like Beverly Hills because you think like any of those women have a backyard that looks like you're on an estate. So it's like, you know, you can have these outdoor parties and stuff and maybe invite a few other friends over. Whereas New York, it literally is like you're either in the apartment or you need to go to like the Hamptons. Yeah. Yeah, And being in Ramona's house was, I felt like we lived there. I'm sorry. I, that Hamptons house is like triggering to me at this point. I don't want to spend more time there. Guys, I feel like that was last season already. (laughs) They were there this season. They were there for like five days. That was a vacation. I know. It was where less. do you fall? Where do you fall on Leah? Because I know people have strong, oh my strong God. opinions. People hate her. It's like, a lot. It's hate. intense. And I don't fully understand all of the hate she gets. I don't get I it. think people are just wanting to look at someone and blame them. And she's the easiest person to blame because she's the newest. Uh but I, like I don't mind her. Like, I don't love the thing with Heather. That felt really like kind of came out of nowhere and didn't feel real, but I don't really, I don't hate her. Like other people. I find it so strange and funny that I keep talking about this, that Andy said that he's never seen an audience turn on a housewife like they did with Leah. And I was like, 
oh my God, because I can name like 10 other worse housewives than Leah. Like, I don't, unless I miss an episode or I miss something, I'm like, <laughs> what happened? I, to, and it kind of reminds me of what bad. happened with Bronwyn last season where yes. people were watching season 15, which was like a historically rough season. Yeah. And all of a sudden being like, Bronwyn is the fucking worst. And it's like, <laughs> okay, like, you don't have to like her. Like, I don't think anybody is ever obligated to love anyone on Housewives, right. but like, she's objectively not the only problem, not the main problem, definitely no. not the most problematic. Like, no. <laughs> and the hatred people had for Bronwyn, again, it's I felt intense. was so fucking weird. I'm like, I think we need to shift all of that hatred to Kelly Dodd. Like, <laughs> and, well, yeah. and you like know what? She's gone. <laughs> She's yeah, gone. they're both and gone. Invested. And her best friend took her place. Oh, Noella. Oh, yeah. I know. I mean, it's, the drama. We'll I'm see. excited. I am like so revved up for OC next season. I didn't think it could happen, but I'm I'm Me looking too. forward to it a lot because I feel like last season we knew it was going to be bad, and like we were going into it not excited for it, and everyone was right. It was horrible. But now I feel like whenever the cast does get a shake up like that, the season's bound to be good. Like it, it has to be, or else like we're doomed. I, I think it will be great. I mean, Heather Dubrow has been kind of like hinting that oh it's been, my God. been it's going to be good. So I trust Heather. I so like- the episode was on the other day where she was like to Shannon, "We're done. Oh yeah, please leave." And I was like, "Oh my God, Chills. I love this so much." Yeah. I rewatched Amazing. that scene like the day after they announced she was coming back, and I'm like, "God <laughs> damn, this is good." It's so it's good. Like the, in Bridesmaids, when she tastes the lemonade and she's the like, shit, that's just, fresh. <laughs> God, that's good. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, I also, going back to Leah, well, we interviewed her last week and we were like talking, we're like, we're so excited to have you. And she's like, well, I'm glad some people still like me. And it was so Aww. sad to like hear, but we were like, you know what? It's, you are, I don't want to say fully carrying, but she is somewhat carrying this season. Yeah, people feel like me. like Leah. I feel like how they felt about Hannah, Burner mm-hmm. too. Like the Hannah was the reason we had really any drama this season on Summer House. Yeah, but it was so a it's like too far. Oh, it was way too far, <laughs> way too far. So are a you too far? Are you? Do you wish Hannah was coming back for another season? Uh, no, but I'm okay. worried that like, what are we going to be watching? Uh, and. Sorry, we keep like spiraling here. I know, talking I'm sorry. about that. No, this is good. I love this. this is what this is amazing. <laughs> Everyone is like, where the fuck is Winterhouse? What we haven't even seen a commercial for it. Nothing. So, like, not only am I worried for Summer House, I'm worried they're gonna like put the X on Winterhouse before it even comes out. They're gonna be like, they're, nah. They're not gonna not show it. I'm worried I know, for how but where is it? I'm worried for how that's gonna affect the dynamics of Summer House because you mm-hmm. have like half the cast that was at this like random retreat that everything was filmed. (laughs) And like now who knows who's dating, sleeping with hooking up with who. Mm -hmm. And like, I, the, the little crossovers here and there are fun. Like it's fun when they are mingling in real life, but I'm worried for these two shows to really not feel separate. And I think it's going to affect summer house more than Southern charm. And it's the fact that it's Austin and Craig. Yeah, like, you don't, you're not a fan. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> oh my God, I've had the biggest crush on Austin like forever. I just think he's so Ooh. cute, right? <laughs> Listen, I get the Austin thing more than the Craig thing. Yeah. Like, because yeah. Austin's like 6'5. 
Yeah, like it's like that TikTok trend. Is he hot or is he just six just, five and wears a hat? Like, yeah, like I get it. And you know, sometimes the, the answer is both. Yeah, you know, yeah. Listen, he doesn't. <laughs> there are hot was, six five men. <laughs> I was talking to my friends this weekend about like whether people like talk. I, I don't need Austin to talk. I'd almost rather he don't. What if we oh. just stood next to each other? Like everyone would be like, oh my God, they're so cute together. You know? I love if that. He is going to talk. I just want to hear him say, Madison. <laughs> no. As he's like, rearranging his, his balls. Dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. like baggy underwear. Madison. <laughs> oh my so. gosh. Ew. I'm excited for Summer House, though. I'm, I'm curious to see like the new people they bring in because I feel like the vibe could change a lot without. Hannah, you know, there's mm-hmm. not going to be. And they're apparently hot. Continuing like drama. hot as fuck. Well, I've also oh, yeah. heard rumors. These are, it's all alleged. But alleged. I've heard rumors about Kyle. Cheating. Cheating? Yeah. Oh, okay. No. okay. Wait, oh, no. I need to say something. Because I have actually not <laughs> oh, heard these, but I do. No, it's serious because everything goes back <laughs> to Instagram. Serious. It's very serious. She has not posted. In a very Amanda? long time, yes. A, the two of them, like I've been, I caught on like recently and I questioned, I asked someone as if like they would know, like one of my friends. And I was like, did you notice? But that's funny you say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so terrible. Because but at you the have same to time- think about it. Like you have to think about it. Last year, the world was shut down. So mm-hmm. no, like, of course things are going to be good with them. Like there was nowhere for him to go. No one for oh, him to no. like hook up with. And now, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys saw the TikToks of him being like completely blackout on the party bus. Yeah. Like spraying champagne with people with ski goggles on. He did. He congratulated Sheena on her engagement and welcomed her to the engaged club and said he's a longstanding member. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope, I love Amanda so much. And yeah, I, I like, know. I like Kyle. He's fine. But I, so I hope that that's not true. But that's just what I've heard. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see. Cause I feel like this season, we really don't have any idea kind of what the, what the storylines might be. And that's exciting. Like, I, I like yeah. when there's not a lot of leaks. And like with Potomac this season, that's one thing that they were proud of going in is that they had, no leaks. Nobody knew what was going on. Candace, I heard Candace talking about that on Clubhouse, that that was like such a weight off of their shoulders this season to not have so much right. kind of chatter about what mm-hmm. was going to happen. What are you feeling about Potomac so far this season? It's incredible. I look forward yeah. to it every week. I rewatch it all throughout the week. <laughs> like I can't stop. <laughs> I love these women so much. And I, Mia is like, not my favorite, but I I can appreciate what she brings to the show. Like, it's yeah. just one of those where it's like, I probably wouldn't vibe with you, but like, you're great television. I agree. I feel like I've been saying that every episode so far, too. Like, I don't know where I stand yet with her. It's not like, oh, my God, I love her and I don't hate her. But I'm like, I don't know you. And we treat these people like we know them in general. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't have you in my circle yet. I just can't. Yeah. I can't bring yeah, you in yet. She's giving me almost like a Jennifer Aiden vibe where it's like, I can't tell yet whether you're like hilarious and amazing or like super obnoxious, but you're a great, she's a great like casting fine. Like I'm like, whoever (laughs) found this woman, give them a little bonus because she is like serving housewives on a platter. The thing (laughs) is, yeah, she's perfect for the show. I just, I think it's the smirk that still is getting me. It's this (laughs) whole like, I think Wendy is jealous of me and I 
think Eddie is terrified of Wendy. It's like, no, I just think Eddie loves her. Like, why can't we just have nice things? I do think, yeah, she's coming on a little strong in the Wendy dynamic. But Wendy's it's... also acting insane. <laughs> totally. And I, we were talking about this on when Zen. we recapped this week's episode, that the whole Zen Wen thing is just, it's not delivering because what she's saying and what she's doing are not on the same page at all. It's very weird. And it's like, she's really trying to drive home this like Zen Wen (laughs) shtick and I don't like it. And I want her to stop doing that. I think she's trying to on all these different types of personalities to try to see what fits. And I just want her to be herself. Like, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. And I get the whole, candle goes with being zen and you're trying to make like a new brand but at the same time you could also be like a perfect like be a professor continue doing what you're good at and make a candle and be zen at the same time like it all (laughs) you can do it all you can do it all Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Okay, so staying with Potomac, what are your thoughts on Giselle and Karen? Shall I say team... I am team myself because I love to watch them. These two are like, this isn't like a Kenya and Portia fight where it's like, 
I'm exhausted by it. They're never going to get anywhere. I, right. These two women, they are so funny and they know exactly how to like come for one another. And like when Karen said, yeah, I just said sing, sing. Cause it sounded good with hot box. Like that's why I said that I was like, Okay. I was dying because for like a whole week online, every single person is like, what does Sing Sing mean? Did Giselle go to prison? Like, is she talking about something else? Like, is it code? And then it's literally like, oh, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yeah, get, like, I'm, I don't get that. Where did you come up with that? Like, where? Did it didn't just roll off the top. Like, where did you come up with that? And it doesn't even go with Hotbox. I need to know. I know. I need to know. I think she's just saying that. I think there really is a reason why she said it. Now, I don't know the reason. But she's just probably trying to cover it up. Like, I 100% agree with you. I think for a one moment in time, Karen was like, I'm actually not going to go further into this. I'm I'm with you. I think there is more to that. And she just is not saying it. No, because she knows it probably won't end well for her. (laughs) I do feel like the Potomac cast, maybe more than any other current Housewives cast, like they all show up and earn their paycheck. And I feel like that's the thing with Karen and Giselle. And like, we see it with Ashley too. Like she's literally about to give birth and she's like, "Mm, let me come to the spot and just be like a little bit messy. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like every person in this cast really understands. I mean, it's like overused, but they understand the assignment. They are going to show up. They're going to give us something. Yeah. And I feel like there's no, there's never like a, there's never a group event where nothing happens or there's never like, you know, an episode where it's just like, eh, they didn't really seem like anything was going on. Like they always have, they always bring it. Yeah. And even with Robin, people like to say Robin doesn't bring anything. I'm like, Robin has given us actually a lot of storyline over the years. And this whole idea that she's just lazy Clearly, I'm not a doctor, but she seems depressed. And Juan yes. is, an, is a dick. I was texting my friend after the first, after we watched the season premiere. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like, it is like rough that she's sleeping so late. And he's like, she's depressed. <laughs> like, that's depression. Yeah. I that's mean, and I, literally depression. I hope, I hope that this season we're going to see Juan kind of like pick up on that a little Caring. bit more. Because right now it's just like, yeah, yeah just be nice. <laughs> Yeah, he's always like yelling at her that she's like, he's turned off by her laziness. I'm like, that's not really nice to say, especially because you cheated on her before. So it's probably triggering. Yeah, I also wanted to like yell at the TV and be like, Juan, you go wake up the boys. You're walking around the house. Let Robin sleep. Like that's getting her up and waking up the kids for school is not going to cure whatever is happening. It's like, you're up. Everything's fine. But at the same time, last season, I was not the biggest Robin fan just because I was I think I was almost comparing what the other women were bringing compared to her but almost this season I'm like she's going through something and I think it's adding more of a storyline and like eye-opening for more people than what has what she's done in the past not that that's really terrible to say that using depression is a storyline but I think that it's real it's very real yes exactly but yeah yeah and I also think it's very unfortunate that New York and Potomac are on at the same time this this season because that is just apples and oranges and it's terrible and Beverly Hills Beverly Hills like Yeah. yeah I was just gonna say it's like we watch New York on Tuesdays and it's like okay and then Beverly Hills I'm like glued to the tv screen I watch and hang on to their every word. Everything these women do, I am like paying attention. The candle Kathy brought, I was paying oh such close attention. It was chipped. 
Like I noticed it was chipped. The glass ceramic. Yeah. I was like, that's how close I'm watching them. It was probably like half burnt already. Like one wick was already like down to the bottom. I I loved though when when Dorit was reading word for word the page six article about Erica's assets being frozen. Kathy's in the background with her face in the like giant candle. (laughs) Like she could not be less plugged into what's going on. And it just... Oh, it's so good. I don't know where I stand with the fact of have now that I'm seeing her on TV. Is it a miss that we haven't had her on all these years or is now the perfect time for her to have joined the cast? I think now is perfect because I don't think if she joined with Kim, we would be getting this fun side of her. But with Kathy, too, she was like this mystery to all of us. Like we knew her as Paris's mom. We all watched the Paris documentary. She was not painted in the best light. Yeah. Not painted in the best light in that. And then, so I was kind of nervous. I was like, who is this woman? And then we see her and I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. Obsessed. I agree. She, I always got a vibe from her that was like a little bit cold, aloof type of like, you know, she's more of like this society woman who probably mm-hmm. doesn't really want to be in kind of the like fame realm of her sisters and even her Paris and like, seeing this season it's just been such a pleasant surprise and i agree i don't think 10 years ago she would have kind of let her guard down to be portrayed this way i think it would have been a much more kind of like polished produced yeah portrait of her if it was you know happening eight seasons ago and i think she brings out like a really good side to kyle like kim stressed kyle out and it like wasn't fun because she had such high anxiety around Kim. And now with or with Kathy, she's like much more chill. She laughs a lot more. I mean, Kathy's like a which, wacko when she was clapping the baguettes together. I just was like <laughs> crying. Which would have been an awesome thing to see the three of their dynamic. But I think for their sake, like it's probably better. But I also am intrigued that Kathy still doesn't know what a live is. Like an Instagram live. And last night I watched it like four times. Everyone was posting it. When Nikki was like, mom, you weren't supposed to say that. Like, it's a surprise. And she literally goes, oh, they won't tell anyone. They meaning the world who was the live, which was <laughs> yeah. gear that we are the ones that weren't supposed to know. But she's just like, even if she is acting, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't, I don't think care. She is, though. Like, I don't care if she's <laughs> acting. If she is like, she's an amazing actress. And like, I just can't get enough of her. I think she's so funny. I don't want her full time, though. Let's be very clear. I think this is perfect because she clearly has free reign to be around as much as she wants. She's, I mean, she's coming to every group taping essentially, Yeah. but obviously if she didn't want to, she wouldn't have to be there, but there's just no pressure on her. Cause I, I mean, obviously sometimes housewives have more or less kind of personal storyline going on. Like Dorit's barely on the show this season. Who knows what's happening with that, yeah. but there's no kind of like, I think if Kathy had that pressure to kind of produce on the show, I think it would kind of lose that spark. Yeah. And I also think her husband, Rick is like really private. Like I don't think that he would want her to be full time. Cause then that means she would have to like tell her story and get more into things. And I don't think they want to do all of that. Yeah. I don't think so. No. And like Paris and Nikki, I don't think really want to be around more than like peripherally, like, I don't think anybody in the in the family really wants to be like on housewives. 
Right. Yeah, but it was announced today that Paris is pregnant, and I'm so oh, yeah. happy. Yeah. Mazel <laughs> to Paris. Mazel. Okay, so speaking of Beverly Hills, we won't go into depth because we've all talked about it 100 million times, but where do you stand overall with this Erica drama? It's a deep question, I know. It so is. just tell me your top thoughts. <laughs> okay. Every week, I feel... I go through kind of the same cycle of feelings every single mm-hmm. week where like right now I'm like, she knew everything. And then I watch the episode and I'm like, she is a victim in all of this. And then I sit with that and I'm like, well, maybe she kind of was a little bit more involved, but like, wasn't just kind of assumed the, you know, she didn't assume the worst in her husband of 20 years. So she was just like, okay, like I'm just signing these documents, like Teresa type of thing. I, I really, I go back and forth. All I know is she is an absolute fucking nightmare on social media. <laughs> like, did you even see if the what- tweet, her, la- her recent tweet that was like, all of these quote unquote lawyers <laughs> talking about me, why don't you go do something real? Like bill your clients. I'm like, Erica, like, I'm sure you have some legal bills that you could be yeah, paying right now. Off. So yeah, <laughs> my advice like, to you is stay then. off. Like how have your Take lawyers not told away. you that? Yeah. Take her phone Stop. away. Cause she's also like talking like it's, it's crazy. So like I felt a certain way when all the news was first coming out. And now I feel a certain way when I watch it, like she's doing a really great job at acting and whether or not she's telling the truth, I find her delivery to be horrible because it feels so like thought out and acted like I just can't. I think it's interesting because we've kind of got, because we're watching it one episode at a time and also because they had to take a quarantine break kind of while all this stuff was happening. It's like, we got the initial burst of like her being like performing her divorce narrative. And then that scene with Kyle with the mascara tears, like that felt very like, okay, like all of this news has broken and now I will arrive to give my truth. And then same this last week at the Palm Springs house or the, in the desert where it's like, you know, this next piece of news had dropped about the assets being frozen. And then she arrived to tell like her next, to do her next scene. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't know if that's just kind of coincidentally the way that things are playing out, that it does feel sort of like there are all of these like staggered moments where we're seeing her kind of share like new stories, but it feels very like thought out. Like it feels kind of pre-planned because when she was sitting at the table, uh, I don't know why, but do you guys ever, did you ever see the meme of like the glass table everyone had in their backyard with like those shitty chairs? And it's like the deepest talks happened at this table at like 2am. That's what I felt like they were doing at the table in La Quinta. Um, when she was like, oh yeah, Tom got into an accident. He threw himself off a cliff and then he broke his ankle. Like it was just so dramatic. Yes. And Sutton was sitting there like, what? And I was, Garcelle was there because Garcelle would have been like asking the important questions. And she told the whole story about the accident. And then like, you think that's like, oh, like that sounds crazy. Wow. And then she's like, I just assumed he was with another woman. And it's like, wait, 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 what? (laughs) We're doing that too? Like, I, I also, (laughs) that was so insane. That story was so out of left field because I think it didn't, it didn't have to do with anything that's going on right now. So it was like very confusing. And to me, when she put her finger on the table and was like, he was here, 
And it was here. And I was like, wait, where, where's the, (laughs) that was the most ridiculous part, but it's so weird because every episode, like you were saying, Sam, like I thought something different because I'm like, okay, I'm giving my opinion each episode, but it's changing because we're only seeing glimpses of what's happening. Yeah. And also I feel like to like cover her for a second is like, she's obviously so overwhelmed with what is happening that, and there's cameras in her face that I think she needs to take a moment and be like, Oh my God, what the fuck am I talking about or sharing able to share? And then it's like, if I come and say nothing, people are going to, yeah, it's a mess. And I, it's such a mess. feel a little bit because it's like, Whoa, I, I, I don't totally know. feel like I have no issue saying like, as, she is objectively a person who is going through it. And I am sure that is really hard for her. Like she's not in an easy situation. I just think it's especially interesting. (laughs) You know, all of this was happening in real time on the show, but like thinking about what she posts on social media in real time, it's like, absolutely. Now you've had time to like get your emotions out and like, maybe you should just like, stay off of Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Like don't be weird. And also she is just, I, I don't know. I think that there's a huge part of it where it's like, I don't think she realizes that she has caused all this confusion. Like we're all doubting her yeah. because she was the one that chose to be cold in the past. She was the one that wasn't forthcoming about the truth. If that's the truth about her and Tom, you know, he wasn't this really supportive husband. He wasn't this guy. Like it, it's like, she's not understanding that like we're all confused because of what she has told us before. Like, this, yeah, none of it is making sense. And, and when she was like, thought, drop the bomb that he might have been with another woman. Someone was like, well, let, yeah, they were like, so let me get this straight. Like he would cheat on you. Why wouldn't you leave? And then she was like, where am I going to go? Anywhere? Anywhere? What do you mean? Yeah, also, like, the idea that those women would act surprised at the possibility of that when it's like Dorit, excuse me. I mean, I've heard like a hundred different rumors about Tom being seen with another woman on like Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook groups, you name it. Like it's not a revelation that like maybe Tom cheated once at least. What if it was a business lunch though? With, uh, with justice. Well, Trisha A. Bigelow. Trisha A. Bigelow. Is fucking my husband. (laughs) Yeah. So then you have to think about that too. It's like, they're filming this. And at this time, she's like putting up the Motorola Razor receipts on Instagram. So it's like, (laughs) what is happening? Like, and I don't understand. And I'm really excited because I think Sutton will kind of like play the part of us where we're all questioning it. And I do, I did appreciate Crystal kind of questioning it. Like mm-hmm. it's if you're as rich as Tom Girardi, like why wouldn't you just pay the two million dollars? Like, right. I really need. I need like Sutton at a dinner party being like, "Who hey, is Trisha A. Bigelow? Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> what if it's like her friend? Like, what if she knows her? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't oh know. Oh my god, there's so many possibilities. Wow. Yeah, yeah. because in Beverly Hills, everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. Bob Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like wh- why why are you bringing him into this really yeah, he's like he's a good family friend I'm like of course he is have you seen what, the clip what i would do of- to be a family friend of the hiltons <laughs> kathy hilton grew up with michael jackson and there are some really interesting clips she went on like larry king when michael jackson died and was talking about him and it's like god damn this woman has been around the block <laughs> she's an a legend like she really is and that's all because of big kathy we all have to thank big kathy 
for giving us these these <laughs> these women, these dynamic personalities. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week, grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. We're going to finish up by playing a little game with you. Oh gosh. Okay. So get ready. Okay. Um, So we call it Who Would You Choose? And we're going to ask you a series of questions and you just have to name which housewife you would pick for the given scenario. So Low stress. This is actually no, harder for you. No wrong answers. You're not on a cast, so you get to choose from everyone. We usually do it with a house of, of a franchise, and they pick okay. like their cast. So unless good they luck. don't understand, unless they don't understand the prompt, as <laughs> I believe we did not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So who would you take motherhood advice from if you were a mother? Kyle Richards, for sure. I, I support that. I support yeah, that. I feel like she's a good great mom. mom. I feel like she's a great mom. Yeah. Okay. This this is a doozy. Whose closet would you read? Oh my God, Yolanda. Really? Oh. <laughs> I love her. I love her style. It's so fucking basic. Her like, style. I was gonna say her style is wearing orange pants and an orange top. White yes, pants, and I love it. white top with an orange. You always sneaker. look like you just came from like the stables. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I mean, hers, she always looks great. Yeah, hers or and Carol an Radzel. Yeah, her or Carol Radzel for sure. I would love. 
Carol has great style, just great like style. about about the town, not too fussy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like, bohemian, on, like, yeah, yeah, bohemian with like a little like she always looks like you can just tell she's really wealthy because she's not really totally. like trying. Totally, yeah. Okay, who would you want to plan your next vacation? So they're choosing like the hotel, the restaurants, um, all the accommodations. Bethany. Because I think Bethany just like would do the the tip top and she always knows what to order at restaurants. They always compliment her ordering. I would do, am I playing this game right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, I'm just you're doing great. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I'm like, wait, we would have stopped you. We would have okay. stopped you like four questions ago. Okay. Yeah. So I would pick <laughs> Bethany. Bethany. Love it. Okay. Who would you want to cook you dinner? To cook me dinner? Oh God. Um, or breakfast or lunch, whatever you prefer. A meal. Candy. Candy. Okay. Burris. See, Does I, she cook? Is she like, yeah. Cause I know <laughs> she has the restaurants, but I always wonder if she's like good at cooking. Oh, maybe she's is not. She, I, that's what I, I thought feel, of. OLG. She can like whip something up. I'm sure. I, I was going like, to be like, well, I've never seen her cook before, but I will accept the answer. No, you know, Jennifer Aiden. Because she oh. would do a whole spread. A whole That's spread. True. She's used That's to feeding true. like a lot of hungry mouths. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like I would want it all just for me. And that exactly. would. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I support that. Okay. Who would you take relationship advice from? Oh, God. Uh, probably Heather Dubrow. Mm-hmm. I really love her relationship with Terry. I feel like they really respect each other. And she also goes the route of being really passive aggressive with him to get what she wants. And I appreciate that. They have a, good, a good partnership, I would yeah. say. I love yeah. them. Who would you let decorate your house? Oh, um, whose house do I really love? Uh, oh, my God. Yolanda again. <laughs> good house. I love, a good she has house. a great house. It's so hard because all of these women have people they paid to decorate their house. So it's basically, we should change the question to whose interior designer would you hire? (laughs) Yeah. Or honestly, maybe Dorinda. I really like her Bluestone Manor. I love the chaos. Okay. What did you think of, uh, of Tom and Ariana's house reveal recently? Oh my God. I loved it. I loved it so much because I love that it was like kind of a fuck you to everybody else. Like yeah. we aren't farmhouse chic. We're like, we didn't yeah. just like, you know, we're we not got tripping the people to exclusive. It. Every piece yeah. was, in, yeah. I, we had, we had Tom on the show like a year ago <laughs> when that season was airing and we were kind of asking like, so like, what's the status on the furniture? And he was like, look, like we're not getting our furniture at like rooms to go. I will never forget <laughs> this interview. I will never. He said not every piece is custom. Go. He said every piece is custom. So like, when every piece is custom, it takes time. And I was like, okay, you're right. You can tell. And look, they're the ones keeping their paycheck. So <laughs> respect. What are you quickly? What are, what are you feeling about Vanderpump Rules coming back? Are you excited? I'm nervous. I'm excited. I don't know. I know I'm going to watch it. So it's like, I don't even know. Why I'm like talking shit about it i just i don't want to see them all have babies i think it's just like i have no idea what to expect in terms of like the cast vibe Mm -hmm. because it's going to be so different and Mm -hmm. i just don't know if it's going to be good different or and are they going to talk about how there aren't certain members of the show anymore you know what i mean like are they going to allude to the fact that people got fired or not come back is tom going to like you know lick his paws and like feel so like proud of the fact that Jax is fucking gone and he's not the number one guy in the group like is that what's going to happen i 
I don't know. I hope that it's not as Lisa Vanderpump told us it's crazy. And I don't, I don't know if we have the same view of crazy. Yeah. I appreciated with Potomac this season, how they started the season by kind of like addressing everything and then moving on. And they sort of did that with Bethany leaving Oh, New York uh, last Roni, year. like last season. So I feel like I have a feeling maybe they in will. the premiere, they're going to kind of like, you know, do something splashy at the very beginning and kind of like acknowledge it. And then like lights up on Valley Village and it's just <laughs> Valley Village. <laughs> or it's like Sheena getting a positive pregnancy test. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know, what's crazy about these shows like Vanderpump Rules was like a Jersey Shore where the shows came out at the perfect time. They were so good. You can't come up with another one that quickly. And I feel like it's been on now for so long and so much has happened that they, it's not going to, whatever happens this season, it's not going to be like what it was. And I hope like, I think a huge issue that happened last season was this idea that they all still work at Sir when we all know yeah. that they don't. So I hope that they like, like cut that shit out. Yeah, Ariana's like, I'm depressed, so I'm coming back to Sir because I need something to do. It's interesting because we know this season, like, Charlie is going to be on the cast full time, I think, and Raquel is there, and they both, like, actually have still been working at Sir. Yeah, like, I think they do. And there's theoretically going to be some new people that might work at Sir. So I don't think they're, like, giving up on that, but I would hope they don't make, like, like Ariana, Ariana and Tom right. pretend That's to what I mean. There. Like, I don't need to see Sheena pregnant in that surgeon. Like, I don't <laughs> need that. <laughs> Charlie, there, can you just do the glasses, please? Yeah. Like, <laughs> or they're so going to, like, do what they usually do, where they show an overview of Sir and then pan to, like, Tom, like, Tom, Tom down the street. And that's going to be, like, Tom flipping, like, a drink cocktail shaker. Yeah. Like, Very Tom Cruise cocktail. Always. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm sure we'll have to have you back to talk about Vanderpump Rules and OC and all of that good stuff when it comes back. But yeah. Sam, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You guys are so much fun. Thank Tell you. Tell everyone about your different shows and stuff and where they can find you. <laughs> it's really, it's um, okay. <laughs> so at Instagram, obviously at Bravo Historian. Um, and then my podcast is called Hot Off the Mess. The episodes come out every Tuesday and Friday. So Tuesday is like pop culture based and Friday is all Bravo. And then uh, I have my new podcast with my friend, Chris Lewis. He's so funny. Uh, he, it comes out Wednesdays and that's uh, Shortcomings. It's a Sex and City podcast. Love it. Wow. I, so you're, I take exciting. it you're excited for the Sex and the City reboot. I follow so many jucks just like that Instagram accounts. It's crazy. I just followed one this morning, just like that closet. Like it's details, all of the outfits that like, they're going to have everybody oh, yeah. in. So you and I will have to chat when it comes out because Dylan knows I, every time I talk about it, he's like, I don't want to talk about that. I love sex in the city, like forever and love ever it. and ever. Love it. It's it's it, I am so passionate about Sex and the City. I'm more passionate about Sex and the City than M. Bravo, probably. Like, wow, I, can I see love yet. it. She's a multi-passioned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I I just love it. I could talk about it. Obviously, I am talking about it on a podcast every week. I just love it so much. It's given us wow. so much. Well, go check out Sam's shows, and while you're at it, don't forget to rate, review, and follow our show wherever you listen. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. 
Guest Booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.